February 11th, the eyes of the Lord, Deuteronomy chapter 11. The eyes of the Lord are always upon his people in his land, as Moses reminded the Israelites before they entered that land. From Deuteronomy 11, but the land that you're going over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water by the rain of heaven, a land that the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. It's Deuteronomy 11, verses 11 through 12, English Standard Version. Have I also seen him who sees me? Those were the words of Hagar, the maid of Abraham's wife Sarah, when God had first called the Jewish nation to be a people set apart for himself. God had promised Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child who would become the next generation in a growing Israelite family, as numerous as the stars of heaven or the grains of sand on the seashore. Their child Isaac would also become the second person in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, as recorded in Matthew chapter 1. But ten years had passed after God's promise, and no child had come. In Sarah's words, God had restrained her from having the promised child. So she then came up with her own alternate plan, use her maid Hagar as a surrogate to make up for God's quote-unquote failure to come through. She proposed that Abraham marry Hagar as well, and he agreed. And Hagar quickly conceived. Bad blood between the two wives understandably arose, and Sarah became very harsh with Hagar. With Abraham's reluctant permission, she then sent Hagar off into the desert to fend for herself. The Lord had never approved of Sarah's plan. It short-circuited his will and ended up having very serious negative repercussions. But the eyes of God saw Hagar's trial. As she prepared to die in the desert, the Lord met her by a spring of water. He lovingly told her to swallow her pride and return to Abraham and Sarah for her benefit and the benefit of her coming child, who God told her would be a male to be named Ishmael. Hagar then gave a name to the Lord, El Roy, which in Hebrew means God who sees me. In fact, he is a God who sees and cares about each one of us. Five centuries after Abraham, Moses assured the Israelites that God would see them and watch over the land he was bringing them into. The Lord would not abandon them unattended in their new land after Moses died, and if they made God a priority in their lives, he would continually watch over them to protect their land forever and provide everything they need to thrive in safety in their faith community. God continues to watch over us today, eager to grow his kingdom and fellowship with those who have faith in him. From Second Chronicles chapter 16, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Second Chronicles 16 verse 9, New King James Version. The eyes of the Lord are always watching throughout the earth to draw new believers to himself even granting them a kernel of willingness needed to take that step of faith toward him. The Father draws us toward the gift of salvation, generously provided through the death and resurrection of his Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus offered himself as a substitutionary sacrifice for all our sins, past, present, and future, and grants us the righteousness to, uh, which allows us to approach the Father, day or night, with a clean, repentant, and grateful heart. Though the Father is actively drawing each, each of us to himself, it is totally up to us 
how to respond. God will never force us to accept his loving invitation. We have the free will to receive, ignore, or reject his offer as we see fit. But there's great wisdom and blessing when we respond with openness to the loving God who sees us and cares for us each day, and to accept the sacrifice of Christ so lovingly given on our behalf. And from John chapter 1, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. That's John chapter 1, verse 17, New King James Version. Reflection. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus tells us that our Heavenly Father knows what we need. The God who sees us also cares. One of the basic concepts of recovery programs is surrendering to the care of a loving God rather than trying to run the show all by ourselves. God invites us to turn to Him whenever we're confronted by situations too large for us to carry alone. Is there a situation in your life too big to handle alone today? And let us pray. Father God, thank you for watching over us with love each hour of the day and night. Help us to surrender to your will and care and to walk in your light. Clean us up and use us for your glory and for the growth of your kingdom. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And have a wonderful, blessed day today.